Yo, this is Suave Calion, and I'm on Beyond the Mic. What's up, guys? This is Quincy Dominic from Ratings Game Music, and we got another episode of Beyond the Mic. Today, our special guest is Suave Calion. So, yes, how sir. you doing? Brother. Man, I'm doing magnificent, my man. How about yourself, brother? I'm doing good, doing good. Yeah. Summertime coming, so, you know. Hey, man, we, we ready for it. Let's go. We ready for it, right? You know, what we're going to do is just ask you a couple questions. We want to get to know you some more. That'll be blessing. See what you got coming up next, and then just, you know, have a little fun with it, you know, just yeah. because. Absolutely. That's the best way. Yes, sir. First question I'm going to ask you is this. Who is Suave Colion the person? Suave Calione, the person, is a man that's here by God's grace. I've been in hip-hop my whole life, so we could say that. I've been rapping literally since I was a kid, like freestyling or something since I was at least maybe three or four years old. But my life changed dramatically. Uh, I say maybe 2017. I was married. You know, we was already married. My wife and I, we started going to a church that uh, it really challenged us to be more than just face value Christians. It was a relationship, man. I was really introduced to God in a way that changed my life. And, and basically what happened was I had been rapping this whole time. I really thought God was going to take rap from me, you know, being that, you know, I'm trying to do the right things. And, and the perception I had of Christian hip hop was so different than what it could be. I just thought I couldn't do both. I couldn't do it. So God said, nah, matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm going to let you rap. I'm going to let you do it this way. And then truly be ministry through your bars. And you'll be able to do some things that you only could imagine. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm living it. So that's who I am. I'm a transparent, real passionate hip hop guy who love my wife, love my church, and more importantly, love my God. You know what I mean? That's dope. Inspirational. It's always interesting hearing people's story, you know, to how they got to where they are. You know how you described it, where it's like, you know, that growth as a person, as a human. Yes, sir. Absolutely. As a Christian really guided you but then also your love for hip-hop you know kept yeah, it going man. you know yes sir also, so you converge in the two so yeah that's definitely dope so you refer to yourself which i've seen um as a gospel rap artist in the past we're looking at like you know christian rap a certain way how do you bridge that gap between what christian rap traditionally is and what you see in the hip-hop industry today some people look at christian hip-hop or kingdom music or whatever it's like a niche market like it's in this corner, but hip hop is hip hop. So what the thing about it is, is it's freedom of expression. A real MC, you speak in your, you speak in your life. You speaking, you allowing uh, listeners to take a journey with you based off your life experiences and based off what matters to you. And that's all I do as well. My life changed. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not the same guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a different creature in God. But in all of that, I'm still a man. I'm still a husband to my wife. I'm I'm still a guy with paying bills every week. I'm I'm still a guy dealing with struggles and temptations i'm still a guy that has proclivities and life experiences this is all hip-hop is if you are on the west coast your life looks like this now we have an nwa if you're on the east this is what your life look like so you have a grandmaster flash you in the south and you're you just speaking your life in terms of hip-hop so now we have dirty south music if, if all these things are possible because it's music and hip-hop expression then why can't we have our own and it be cool. That's my that's my mantra. I love hip hop. My beat selection is gonna be ill. And like we said earlier, I'm an MC, so the bars gotta come correct. So now let's do something else. That's that's my mentality on that. Sorry to talk so much, but I, I'm one of them guys. No, 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 all I, good I get stuff. Passionate about this thing, bro. It's all good stuff because it's like you know what you said. Hip hop is is a, a way to express yourself. Yeah, so it's man. like. You know, it can go whatever angle you want to go. The more and more you stay true to yourself in the music, 
the more resonates you know what i mean absolutely that's funny you you know you you talked about temptations you got a song one of your most powerful singles is addiction super deep song what inspired you to make that song like i said my music is almost like a journey so like by the time you get to this particular project i had already uh went from just being a peculiar person i mean the way i seen the church was a peculiar people initially like it was it was so foreign to me that's my name my first album um, to the point that I, I I understood it, I took it in, I'm part of this, I love it. Matter of fact, let's get other people that think this way to bring more people to God. That's It Takes a Village. That's my second album. By the time I got to my third album, it's called The Revelation. And the mentality was, even with the love for God, even with your struggles and, and these things about trying to persuade the people in one way or the other, people get lost in translation about their own proclivities, their own stresses, their own temps. I deal with these, and I, I was... I was delivered from these situations where, you know, I, I thought I wanted, I thought I needed a million women, you know what I'm saying, before I met my bride. I felt like I was, that's what you're supposed to do. Felt like I, I had to have money all the time, legally, of course, but I felt like I had to have it to the point that I'm working more than I need to, or I'm willing to walk a gray line between ethics and, you know what I'm saying, just to get what, what I thought I needed at that moment, you know what I'm saying? What I found is, is honestly, the more you work and the more you really press to do the well, the good things, you know, you have the the, the devil, the devil, the, the evils, the things around you that's trying to destroy you based off you. So I wanted to speak to where they was at. I wanted to speak to you in the midst of your addiction. I wanted to speak with you in the midst of that because it's almost like a romantic relationship between you trying to prepare yourself to greater and this thing that's trying to romance you back into a place where you can't grow, you can't move. That I went through it and I knew I wasn't the only person, but what I also realized is there's a lot of people that won't ever express them. They won't say it. They won't speak be transparent enough to tell you the truth. So I said, I'll do it. That's the thing that to me, why music is so important to me, because when you see somebody else talk about some of the things that they're going through, it lets people know that other people are human. There's people like you. Exactly. That's a very dope explanation. I knew I I put that question in there because I knew I was going to get a deep answer. (laughs) And I got it. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> so your latest single, Pushing Hard, is doing very well. Sitcom Love. How did that song come about? So uh, me and my brother Lewis Dudley, man, uh, which is the feature, and my brother, man, we bounce ideas together. Like we've he's done several features for me in the past. The idea of Sitcom Love came to me way before I had a beat, way before I had a legitimate chorus or anything. The way I always saw life, man is I knew I wanted to be like, I wanted to have a relationship that's like the people on TV. I have an excellent mother and excellent father, but they wasn't, in terms of a marriage that you review, it wasn't the greatest situation to observe. So I couldn't go off that and say that's what I want to have. But the people on TV, you know what I'm saying? The Martin and Gina, you know what I'm saying? The Sinclair Overton, you know what I'm saying? Old school, the Ricky and Lucy Ricardos, you know what I'm saying? They made it look easy. And so I was like, yo, they made it look easy. I want my stuff to look like that. I want my marriage. I want my life, whatever, to look like that in terms of relationship. And what you find out is, yo, it is not easy like that. <laughs> but 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 the desire for a kingdom marriage or uh, like a real serious love that you express on both sides, yo, it's well worth it. So I was like, you know, I'm going to make me a track expressing love through the way I saw it. You know, as, as a younger man lives, I saw it like sitcoms. And that's how I feel like me and my wife are. Have us a sitcom, love. We laugh and dance, but at the same time, we go through different things. And I know no matter what, before the next episode, she there with me always. We're going to prevail through several seasons. You know what I mean? So I noticed on the artwork, uh, it, it kind of took the color scheme of Martin. 
Yeah, man. So yes, I, I, oh, I'm hip. The the font and the color scheme, Martin. Yeah. One of the dopest uh, color schemes, in my opinion. What's your favorite uh, Martin episode? If you if you can pick one, bro. That's a great question. I literally just posed this question the other day. My favorite one has to be uh, when his CD when he was missing his uh, his CD player, the Walkman joint with the Nino Brown and the little the stuffed animal dog, yep. bro. He, bro, <laughs> hands down. The episode he went to jail. <sighs> And the episode where he was in court. Oh, that gotta be it. Oh man, with Last Tommy, when they, when they get the draws? Oh, Tommy, come on, yeah, man. Yeah, Tommy got the, the GTD, got the draws. <laughs> <laughs> That's that one. Classic. Let's get back to the music. So, Revelation is your latest album. What is the biggest takeaway that you want a person to get? That particular product, like I said, my, my music is about a journey. And God gave me a revelation, man, about clarity and faith about clarity in relationships, about clarity with balance in his life, about clarity in terms of having a um, a confidence in him that'll be enough to even make you a believer. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like my apostle starts it off, man, it's a man of God I really look up to. It, it meant a lot for him to start it off because the term revelation, I had never heard it before like that until I heard it from out his mouth like almost four or five years ago. And it stuck with me because it, it, it allowed me to uh, to come to God in a different type of way in terms of what I was looking for. I'm not just necessarily waiting for everything to be by grace or everything to be because of mercy, but I'm seeking your revelation to give me direction for myself too. Tracks like Faithful, that was a revelation to give me clarity because it was in so many things you find yourself trying to find the sense of stability from everything else that's not where it's supposed to come from. You got tracks like Journey, which is, man, that sums up to me a lot of what the premise of the album was because it's like, if you was to get on my shoulders and you was to just walk through life with me, I wanted you to feel like you seeing it like I see it. Yeah, uh, great music, um, just, just celebrating just literally seeing the best days of my life so far. Uh, really defining my why, because I get that question a lot. What's your why? What's your why? You why? And so I had a song called Why, and I really got a chance to express how I felt about my wife in different things in a different perspective, not just because it's a cool love song, but if it was nothing there but acoustic. But yeah, man, it's to me, hands down, it's my best body of work. And my mentality that I see music in is almost like I'm looking at a blank canvas and I'm painting a picture. Not necessarily writing words with a slash, words with a slash. It's as if I'm painting in the picture that to me is my favorite body of works is the one where they're trying to paint a picture for you that's one of the main reasons everybody the world y'all gotta check out revelation you, you see the, pictures yeah. being painted you know what i mean how has suave Colion grown since the uh good news days so much man uh so much to be honest with you my, i often say this statement that i have a confidence in god i live by that mentality like i, I don't walk on stages with a fear like I, I did in the past like it i don't have to try to be shaking off the nerves before i get the mic in my hand nowhere near as much as I did in my past. Because what I'm doing is so much bigger than the people in front of me. I'm confident that my responsibility is for you to hear the sincerity in my bars, for you to hear the sincerity in the concepts. Man, I, I did a tour, for well, first leg of my indie major tour in London. And good news side, good news Suave Calion wouldn't have been able to do that because he wasn't ready yet. When you're doing it for the first time, it's too easy to fall down. It's too easy to lose focus of God and, and go into the water because you're walking on something that seems so impossible to take place. But after you've already got comfortable putting your steps on top of the 
the water. What else can I do besides walk on water? Can I have others to walk behind, walk on water behind me? Can I, can I teach flight to people who only thought they was able to crawl? As God literally expounds my thought process, I grow in that regard, man. Like, I got this It Takes a Village mindset so much so that I believe in this music. I believe in the possibilities that it can accomplish. And I also believe in hip hop and taking limit lenses and, and these limits off of what was possible for my genre that I love. I have conversations with confidence with people that I know I couldn't do before. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who you are. Let's talk. What, what you can say but yes or no. And, and my mind frame is even like this to your no. That's not yet. Don't worry about it. I'll see you later. I like, I like that because that's so true. The thing that's so interesting is that us as music fans, you know, us as listeners, we just go on somebody's Spotify and we just see songs. A lot of times we don't see the journey. You don't know what's going in between from, you know, good news to revelation you don't know what's going in between so getting a chance to like actually hear it from you you know yeah, how much you've grown people somebody's gonna listen to this interview be like oh man i love it oh okay so he grew so much from that i'm gonna have some fun with it a little bit let's have, let's have fun <laughs> i love me some atlanta i was just in atlanta a couple months ago i got a chance to eat at some places but not everywhere i wanted to right so i you know uh i got a chance to eat some um there's a place called uh slutty vegan or something like that yeah where they got, I like, love slutty uh, vegan. some vegan yeah. stuff you know what what were some places you suggest like in atlanta like what, what what's a go-to spot in atlanta that I, I can check out next time all right so one of the staples i would think in the area is definitely probably juicy crab I'm gonna recommend it if you're a seafood person. Um, they have a, a real big franchise in the city, and they they get down. They got this sauce that's you know phenomenal. So like that's that's their bread and butter. That's a spot called Three Dollar Cafe. I mean, for somebody else that might be a little low, but for me, man, my wife, man, we love their stuff, man. They got good burgers, good wings. I guess it just depends on the scale that you're looking to go to. Cause you go downtown, man, Atlanta, you almost could throw a rock in any place you land. It's gonna be delightful. You know what I'm saying? It's real upscale, nice. So proprietorship type of restaurants, man. Like, I, I prefer that. Like, it, it's, it's always going to be a, a killer to a chain. You go somebody who just has their own thing they built that's phenomenal. I can just tell just by talking to you by your answers that um, you're a big hip hop head. So, yeah. What is your dream collaboration? What is that one artist? If you got a chance to to get on your next album, who would that be? It's so many. It's so many. And then for me to be honest with you, the, the circle of cats that I rock with, I'm going to tell you the truth. I, when we, we start talking about lists, I put my guys above almost anybody you could think of. You know what I mean? Like, uh, my brother's been, it's been forgiven. That's one of the uh, guys we a frequent collaborator. My, one of my good friends, he's incredible. Uh, another artist, he's got him 6'5", incredible lyricists out of, out of Memphis. My brother, uh, 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 Grace and Mercy, he's out of Savannah. We, it's this guy named, we've been friends since we was in 11th grade and incredible. So like when, when I start talking about talent, you know, it's, I got a partner named Sky. It, it's a lot of guys I would recommend and I'm gonna be honest with you, it's hard for me to find somebody better than them. I don't care what level of success, these guys are on another level. So, but besides those, my circle, yes, I would love to work with Jay, man, for real. I would love to work with Jay. I would love to work with Nas, man. I think it'd be something outstanding. And then outside of that, like a Lauryn Hill, bro. I want to hear Lauryn Hill on some on some different type of music, yo. I really do. Miss Hill, if we gonna be oh, yeah. uh, speaking nice, let's talk. <laughs> That's a good list. It's a pure a pure list, also. But I also like the fact that you shout out your your homeboys because at the end of the day, you know, it's those people that are gonna resonate with you 
uh, just as much as everyone else. There's another cat I'm gonna tell you. This cat named Eric Bird. I just need to put his name out there. I don't know why I said his name earlier. That's another guy I would tell y'all too. It's a movement coming. Pay attention. <laughs> hey, you, you, you know, whatever you want to call it. I'm just saying I, oh, yeah. I love hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And it's a wave that's about to hit the ground. And I, I just, <laughs> let's not be, let's not be last. You know what I'm saying? Let's not be last. Last question, I promise. What's in store for us while calling on moving forward? My thing that I typically do with an album, I, I really, I got more videos to release and, and, uh, and more things for the project that I released. I released my last album in February. So I got time on the push. I'm always working. Um, so I'm, I'm already starting to write and do some things to prepare for my next project. I got some thoughts in my mind on it. I'm working with a, a good producer friend of mine that's gonna probably do the whole project. So it's gonna be something different for me, with something elevating for the for the move. Um, besides that, I'm working with um, the guy. I, was, I don't know if I said it earlier, but it's a it's a it's a, a partner of mine named Katie Summers. Man, he's a uh, he's a producer and an artist out of uh, out of South Africa. He's really dope. So me and him are working on some stuff. Uh, it's a DJ producer. Rapper extraordinaire uh, named uh, DJ Shuns inside of UK. Me and her working on some things as well, um, as well as the gentleman I said before earlier. Um, and I have a label. Real Music is is, is my label, my clothing line. Um, so I have some artists that's on my label, and we about to work on a like a nice you know collab spot, uh, collab space for us to just introduce y'all to some real real dope MCs y'all don't know yet. Uh, my brother Alex George, man, is one of my artists. Is my brother and part of the label and. You know he's he's a singer, but he also raps. It's, it's some opposite, some things coming from there. So that's I guess that's it. Scope is limitless. My tour was uh, was great this year, but next year we're looking to preferably go back to London, as well as go to South Africa, Ghana, uh, and some other places. God willing, in terms of the uh, indie major tour. So I want to be active, man. I want to hit this ground running. Yes, sir. You definitely got something good. You got to keep it moving. And all right, that's it. It was an absolute pleasure, man. Like hearing you, I I, I feel inspired after listening to you. Thank you, like, bro. That you means know, a to, lot. To go 10 times harder. So that's always a, a pleasure <laughs> talking to, I swear, it's always a pleasure talking to, to, to people like that. So, and you passed, man. 10 questions, not too hard, right? I truly enjoy talking to you, man. And I, I'm just going to leave this with you. Man, listen, your platform is impeccable. Anything that comes from your platform, I'm a fan. If it's a magazine, if it's a podcast, if it's radio, let's partner together. I believe in being, you know what I'm saying, active. And I believe in partnering with good folks 100%. So, I want to see you win, brother. I really do. It's been such a privilege to speak with you, man, for real. Oh, man, vice versa. Appreciate that big time. That means a lot, especially coming from you, somebody who, you know, who's clearly done quite a bit and, and has had has seen a lot of success Thank you, brother. in these last couple of years. So we're going to keep supporting each other. We're going to check out for each other, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do this together. Takes a village. All right, well, this is the end of Beyond the Mic, this episode. Peace out. I right, blessings.